What's up, dirtbags? Welcome to episode 249 of the Midwest Angler Podcast. I'm Scott Sturman, and I'm joined, as always, by my buddy Matt Deitch. What's going on? Oh, not a whole lot, man. Uh, just kind of uh, let my back rest a little bit here from moving all that damn snow we got. Oh God, I'm I've I've never been I've never been so. I'm trying not to just start this whole damn podcast <laughs> off by just cussing and swearing. I don't know what happened to me this year. Normally, I'm pretty jacked up for winter. I'm an ice fisherman. I like winter. Don't bother. Uh, snow don't really bother me a whole heck of a lot, whatever. But I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, I am I woke up the other morning, and I am I was pissed. Right. Like, like, I was flat out pissed. Kind of expecting not that much. I think that's what pisses a guy off. Like, like it's like they're they're calling for like four or five inches or whatever. So you're just like, all right, you're preparing for yourself yourself for it, and all of a sudden you get up and you're just like, God, there's a lot of freaking snow out there. So so my first alarm went off five a.m. and uh, uh, all of a sudden, shortly right thereafter, uh, um, Central Line School calls. And I'm like, golly, like, you know, I, I can't believe that they're already calling school. Like, uh, you know, let, let's send the kids to school first and, you know, hope for an early out, you know. I mean, we don't even know if this is going to be that bad yet. Right. And, uh, you know, it's like, well, whatever. So I get up, I head over to the bathroom, I pull the shade, and it's like, holy oh. shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Yeah, fair enough. I guess I guess you should have called school. Like, yeah, you know, that's a good call there, Mr. Jorth. And, uh, um but, you know, I think what really pisses me off the most, like, I, I get snowstorms happen. Like, I'm not completely against snow. I actually love going out with my snowblower and just kicking ass. I don't know if you saw the front yard. Oh, uh, yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yep, yeah, yeah, just just put a whooping on it. But uh, I think it's the fact that there is such cold weather coming down the pipe here. Right. You know, uh, I'm, I'm kind of one of those guys that likes to, to do pretty good, you know, on the first night and then you come home from work, uh, you know, the, the next day and you work a little bit more at it and then you yeah. come and, you know, three, four days down the road, uh, you know, you've widened out the driveway again, you know, you've chipped away that, uh, um, you know, the, the ice at the end of the stuff, driveway. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, you know, when, I mean, this Sunday we've got a high of like negative eight. Yeah. It's supposed to be bitter cold. That is stupid cold. Like yeah. that's, that's past like, man, this is cold. Like that's just straight to enjoyable. Yep. Yep. But, uh, yeah, whatever we, we got snow and we'll talk a little bit more about it. Uh, we're going unscripted tonight. Uh, normally, unscripted. normally Matt and I, uh, sit down and, and always kind of go over some talking points and we've kind of text messaged back and forth, uh, beforehand about, uh, some of the things that maybe we should talk about. And, uh, Matt sat down on the couch over there and he said, uh, what if we, what if we just shoot one from the hip? And that's what we did on episode number one. Yep. We literally sat down and it was just like started talking. Yep, just we we had no no place to go and all day to get there, but uh <laughs> so that's kind of where we're going to go uh tonight. Uh we'll see where it takes us, but uh um first and foremost, uh we got to give a shout out to our friends over at Dakota Angler. They're bringing you this episode this week. Um Dakota Angler is up on the north side of Sioux Falls. Did we say Benson Road? Yep. Benson Road, uh, if you're if you're in the Sioux Falls area, you know who they are. Um, the best damn bait shop, period. Uh, a true mom and pop's bait shop with a big box store selection. And uh, right now, they've got, uh, what are they calling them? The DA Sodak Boxes? You're dang right. The Dakota Angler Sodak Boxes. Tell me about them. Um, the Pro Ice Boxes, they're for the ice right now. Uh, okay. They, they contain over $30 of some of the hottest lures for walleye and panfish in the eastern South Dakota lakes. Plus, you get a hat and a Dakota Angler decal, all for only $25. Okay, so so it's two kind, different boxes. Kind there's of a mystery box. Right. There's the walleye box and the panfish box. So, so retails for over $45. Um, like I said, hand-picked selection of the most popular lures in the South Dakota area. Well, those guys know uh, what people are coming in and buying, so uh, they know what to be throwing in them boxes. Well, exactly right. I mean, you're going to... I mean, I think that they're going pretty good. I thought yeah, Josh texted yep. us the other day and said that they're flying out the door. So Yeah, that's a good thing. And, uh, uh, you know, I think part of that is just the fact that people finally realize, like, hey, 
there's ice to go fish on. Well, exactly right. So swing on in there if you're uh, coming through. But if you can't, www.dakotaangler.com. Buy a bunch of those mystery boxes. Check them out. uh, Give one to your neighbor. Uh, It is a great idea for just like a little gift or somebody that's... You I know, mean, $30 isn't, isn't crazy. Well, and they're for everybody. They're it's not, $25. $25. $25, exactly. It's not just for the beginning angler or, you know, it can be for the advanced angler. I yeah. mean, anybody that sometimes you don't, sometimes it's nice to get a surprise. I don't care. Yeah, that, that's what I was just going to say. I don't care how experienced of an angler you are. You know, the, there's, there, there's something to open and something up to to see what you what you're getting and and like say a, a surprise you know it's like what do we got here oh and you know sometimes the coolest things is something that you wouldn't normally buy and right. and and you get it open and it's like ah you know yeah. I've seen these before and you I'm know just never try. really took the time to to buy one and maybe we need to get one and do an unboxing on here some night not about it it's not a bad idea at all. I know. I come up with some good ones every once in a while. Yeah. You're yep. ugly. Not, you are ugly, I'd but you we, have good ideas. We'll have to stop in there and get it because I, I'm I'm afraid if we tell Josh or Todd, to like if we order one online, we probably get a bunch of banjo minnows and... Z-Vibers. <laughs> so... What do you got going this Saturday? This Saturday? Um... Nothing as of right now. I don't think I got anything and as of right to be now. So dang cold. So we could go drive up there. We could get some hot freedom brew on the way, and then head over to the lovely folks at Dakota Angler. It's not a bad idea. It's really not. We haven't done one of those in a while. Sounds like a day date. I think. I think it's going to happen. <laughs> I think it's going to happen. I don't think. We, I don't think I've got anything going. I think that's the first time you ever asked me out. I kind of got nervous there for a second. You said yes, and I saw that <laughs> twinkle in your eye. I was like, it's about to go down. It's about to go down. Might be the first time in my whole life I've actually ever got asked out. So, well, well, I mean, you, you know, you, you're old. You, you, I didn't know how to react. I yeah. was just like, whoa. I can tell. Is this can really t- happening? Yep. So, uh, yeah, there's, I, you know, I, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to say, yeah, 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 I can do that. Yeah, I can do that. And, uh. Tomorrow afternoon, I'm gonna be informed about something that we something well, again, else that we just like this. We could go like, Sunday, just like this episode. We're shooting from the hip, you know, unscripted. Our whole lives are unscripted. Yep. I mean, we. That's why we never make plans. That's always why we fly by the seat of our pants. You know, I was talking to Euler tonight, and I feel like I, uh, fifteen years ago, I I was the type of dude that like loved nothing more than to spontaneously like wake up. Have have somebody text and say like you know hey you want to drive out to the Black Hills for lunch today and I would have yep. drove out to the Black Hills for lunch today and I'd have turned right around and drove right on back like no big deal like just that that's cool whatever and uh, I I don't know like I'm I'm changing like I'm I'm <laughs> you got to have those plans yeah I, I need plans and and uh, I I'm I'm a creature of habit so. Uh, I, I remember my neighbor, Jeremy Kay, uh, he always used to tell us about how he just loved coming to work because, you know, it was, it was his, con- you know, it, it was, you, he went there and, and whatever. And, uh, your routine. Yeah. It, it's the routine. And, and, you know, you, you loved doing that because, you know, it's, it's, it's what you do. And I always looked at him like, you are absolutely freaking off your rocker pal i've i've turned into Get some hobbies yeah okay. yeah well I, i've kind of turned into him in that aspect like you know sunday afternoon come i can't wait till friday but sunday right. afternoon comes and it's like yeah i'm, I'm right. ready to ready get to back, get into, back it. into it i'm ready the, to get yep. back into oh, it i know how that goes and, and maybe it's a screaming three-year-old that has something to do with that <laughs> but uh it's the chaos uh, of life sometimes yeah. it's nice just to get back to something that yeah. you kind of kind of know what's going to happen and yep. have some control over and i don't know i'm i'm a task oriented person a lot of the times where it's just like okay this is what i got to get done today you know this is what we're doing that's why snow days these last couple days they're tough for me yeah no i i i definitely get that uh so we we had a layoff like seven years ago or something like that right i remember and, that and going into it it was like fuck yeah this is gonna be so badass i can't even wait to get laid off like i'm gonna like i'm just gonna do so much sweet stuff and it never happens on like nice days no 
whatever it never happens during ice season or during hunting season or any anything like that it happened i don't even know when it was maybe spring or something like that after turkey season if i had to guess but uh whatever the case uh you know you, you get like three days into it and it's like dear god like you know <laughs> what what the hell is going on here like i i don't know i wasn't built for that got to have some place to go some place to see but um otherwise you don't real feel, feel like you're real productive some days i get that during the summer during break it's like there's there's times where it's just like man like that was a wasted day yeah oh yeah <laughs> it's yeah. just like wow it's like okay yeah yeah no i know how that goes did i ask you a while back uh what's a what's a restaurant that everyone else likes that you think's overrated uh, I think that we talked about this a little bit. Um, did we? I uh, I don't know if we're going. I don't know if we did or not. I think we might have like not on air, but we've talked about this as maybe that'd be a question, or maybe you, that was your random question for somebody. It could be. It might have been. You got one. Um, let's see here. Random or a restaurant that everybody likes that I just it's just like me whatever. I'm telling you right now, Olive Garden's overrated. It is. It is. Way I, overrated. I, I'd go with you on that one. Um, I'm trying to think what else, like, what other ones that people, like, really go bonsai for up in Sioux Falls. or Buffalo somewhere. Wild Wings? Yeah. That would probably be mine. I mean, realistically, right. in the grand it's scheme of like, things, their wings are not that good. No. 212s are 100 times better. Oh, way better. I think they say that that TC referees is better, the overtime's better. Yep everyone's got better wings than b-dubs but but i think it's just it's in their name and it's what their claim to fame is so it's kind of like the easy thing to do yep i guess it i mean it's not really a restaurant but like mcdonald's i mean i think that's straight trash but i I, i'm 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 not gonna go along with you on that one i'm not gonna say that it's good like culver's kicks the out of it right but i'm Every once in a while, I just need a little McDonald's in my life. Yeah, I I don't know if I don't know if it's just to remind me, you know, like oh yeah, there it is, McDonald's. But I'm I I couldn't I couldn't eat it once a week. I don't think I could eat it once every two weeks. But uh, I could go I could go along for like once a month, once every two months, just just to kind of remind me. If I have to have it, it's got to be breakfast. I can go along with that. The last time I had it was with you. I don't like their breakfast sandwiches. Uh, well, their burritos are all right. Like their burritos. burritos are that's, that's I'm, the, I'm yeah. all over their burritos. I can I can definitely. Last time you had McDonald's breakfast was with me, or last yeah. time you had McDonald's, period? Period. Both. Where was that at? On our way to Hooked on Hard Water, like three years ago. What town was that in? Um, Where was that at? Was that in Mitchell? That could Mitchell be. or Chamberlain. Might have been Chamberlain. Uh, it wasn't Chamberlain. No, I bet you it was Mitchell. Probably Mitchell. That that exit that you take to get off to go to I Cabela's. Was, you go you go south to go to Cabela's, but you go north right. like up a block and a half. Right. I think that was we went to the gas station first, right across from there where you told the lady that Mockentoon was from the from Minneapolis. Oh yeah, and he was crying like a little And then he said, girl. I need I'm hungry. I need to get some McDonalds. So then we went over there and I was like, All right, we had some breakfast. He thought that was Cox beef, but it wasn't. <laughs> It wasn't. It wasn't. Um, well, what are some, what are some other things uh, to talk about? Uh, well, we we can get into it. We went ice fishing on we Sunday. Did. We finally did. We got out. You kind of called me on Sunday morning and was like, "Hey, what are you doing this afternoon?" You knew I was going to go out pheasant hunting, and uh, it's like, you know what? After that, I really don't have much going on. Yeah, I th- I, I thought that if. So, so there was a small pond, um, in the area, public pond, um, doesn't get very deep. And I thought, you know what, like we could get out there, uh, in, in the past we have caught fish on there. The fish are kind of stupid on there. Um, you know, nothing, nothing trophy size, nothing even probably eater size, but, uh, you know, something that a, a person could get out there and, and catch a couple fish. And just scratch the itch. Exactly. And so I, I had uh, talked to a few people and and uh, just decided, you know what, like, let's go over there. Uh, it was one of those deals, like, where I thought uh, we could get on the ice and, uh, um, you know, a, a, a safe spot to potentially right. get on the ice. 
Um, you know, it, it, one of those deals where I knew it wasn't very deep and, and we could get on and, and, uh, if the ice wasn't good, we were going to fall and, you know, might go up to our waist or something like that. But, you know, I wasn't, wasn't too worried about it. Uh, then we get there and, uh, the, the, so this is a pond next to a real lake and, uh, we get there and, um, there's people out on the on the real lake, and it's like, yeah, like well, okay, like no care in the world. Yeah, well, and, and that you even said it on the way over there. You were kind of like, you know, I bet you when we get over there, there's going to be people out there on the on the lake. And it was like, eh. well, we were meeting our buddy Top over there. Top calls. He had gone, you know, five minutes ahead of us, and he's like, dudes, there's people just walking around out here on the lake. They ain't spud barn. They ain't nothing. No, there it is, heading on out. And they were like, it was yeah. it was wild. There was and. I mean, we went out on the ice and and it was okay, but uh, we were still. I think all three of us were still had that little bit of nervousness in the back of our heads. I I mean, well, top fell in that like well, last right, year, right? And uh, you you got the spud bar and you uh you gave it a couple whacks right by the shoreline where we were gonna go out on and four or five hits, I was through. Right, and then we were all kind of like, uh, uh, okay, you know, there's other people out here so it must not be too bad so yep and then i walked you know about you know eight 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 more steps out or something drilled a hole yeah. and it was yeah. like once you walked out there a little ways i was like well i'm fine <laughs> <laughs> that's why you sent me out yeah i was like well, hell, sacrificial I, lamb I, I came running and did about a cannonball out there onto the ice because i knew that some bitch was gonna hold me i just yep. about drove out there i was like oh that's good <laughs> bring the wheelers <laughs> yeah no, uh, two, two and a half, three. I'd uh, say three. Three, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, Again, felt, it felt was, good. It did. It was still one of them deals, though, where it was like the shore line. The shore was, I mean, we were probably about 20 foot off the shore, probably. Yeah. we. I mean, we got out to about 15 foot of water. Right. Well, it gets deep there in a hurry. So. Yep. So we got out to about 15 foot of water, uh, um, you know. Yeah. yeah I, all the I safety would, gear. Yeah. I would say okay. 20, 30 feet off uh, offshore. Uh, you know, kind of bounced around, uh, um, you know, it, it felt good. It felt good. But when you would walk, then you would see that water go kind of squirting through the holes and it's right. like, eh, yeah, geez. at one point you kind of started like not jumping, but you were kind of like squatting up and down on it and it was all just to like kind of prove flex. like, Hey, right. look at this. It's like, yeah. And the water's kind of popping yep. up through up in the holes. You can see it rising and it's like, Whoa, okay. Yep. But I still can believe that all those people were just like just walking around like you would have swore it was 10 inches of ice out there yep yep you know it was one of those deals too uh um you know i'm out there you're out there tops out there um you know all all three of us are wearing float suits uh we had a spud bar we had you know five gallon pails we had you know ice picks whatever um it's it's probably one of those spots i wouldn't have gone out there and done that by myself nope but uh you know i felt comfortable with all three of us there uh, you know, we were always close to each other. Um, I feel like if one of us would have gone in, uh, we had proved to, you know, to ourselves that the ice was good enough that, you know, if, if one of us would have needed to lay down and, and, uh, um, you know, throw, throw a rope to somebody, throw a jacket to somebody, do whatever you needed to. Um, you know, I, I feel like we could have pulled that off. Um, you know, Mar Mariotti said it best, uh, you know, if I'm not going to bring my kids out there, I probably shouldn't be out there. And I kind of thought about that after I was out there, like, you know, would I be letting Grady out here? And it's kind of like, mm, you know, it, it, it was marginal. It was, right. it was marginal. Uh, I'll guarantee you we could, well, who knows now with this damn snow, but, uh, um, you know, by, by, by the end of this next weekend, oh, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, we're, we're going to be, even with the snow on top, it'll right. still make some good ice. Yep. You know, we've got skims, uh, you know, over the big lakes over at, uh, uh, you know, Okaboji. I think like up in Angler's Bay on Spirit, there's actually almost like four or five, four or five inches. inches yeah. Guys yep. are out there yep. catching fish too. So yep. Angler, yep. that always is a early ice spot. Angler's Bay is. So. Yeah. Shallow and, yep. and, uh, you know, up on the north side of uh of the lake you know kind of protected by a little bit more wind with those big trees there and yeah it, and i don't uh, think they got as much snow as we did no no not at all Only not a at couple all inches or something we're like, like in the hotbed right here man I, you we know, got dumped on yeah we got uh i don't know 11 
Probably about 10 or 11. 11, 11 inches or something like that uh, here. I think uh, Lyon County, Sioux County, uh, Lincoln County, and Minnehaha County, maybe, you know, up into Minnesota a little bit. Uh, um, but, uh, yeah, this was this was kind of the pocket that uh, God decided to, to fill up. And it was the 100% of, or was it 75% of Lyon County had a chance for 100% of the snow <laughs> or however ramrod ramrod meteorology goes yeah it's science it's <laughs> science and well i wouldn't understand it yeah him and mocking and start going and throwing out those big words and arguing it just numbers confusing and, and yeah. stuff like that yeah. they understand each other but we we don't understand them yeah they speak stupid <laughs> <laughs> oh you you speak stupid too well when you get when you get texas and yeah minnesota minneapolis together <laughs> north america and south america <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, the old Minneapolis Mac. Yeah. So I mean, we got. I mean, yeah. There's a lot of ice or a lot of snow out there. So. Yep. But yeah, back to our fishing trip. Yeah. Uh, so we were we we got out there. Um, uh, Adam Top, I think he had caught one before we were even on the dang yeah, we ice. We were putting our bibs on. Yep. And uh, so he had a fish up, and it was like, all right, this is gonna happen. And uh, for Adam and Matt, it did happen. Uh, I got skunked. I got flat out skunked. Well, and, and, uh, and to, vent, to defend you a little bit, though. You don't have was, to defend me. Well, it wasn't like it was like this hot bite, like we were, you know, wheeling and dealing them in left and right. I mean, I probably caught about four, five Ca- fish maybe on the whole time we were there. Oh, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like you maybe caught a couple more than that, but I'm, I don't know. I guess in my mind, if I would have said, I would have thought Adam caught three or four and you, you caught, caught a nice seven crappie. or eight. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah he did. That was a nice crappie. But uh, yeah, I don't know. The little flurries happened. Uh, you know, it was just like uh, when we got out to the the second spot on the main lake. Uh, you know, I feel like you caught three, like in boom, 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 and right. and uh, uh, that's kind of the way it happened with Adam too. Like all of a sudden, this active school would come in. I don't know. I could never get him to go. Uh, I could get him to chase mine around, and I don't know. Uh, but you know, it's some something that you and I had kind of talked about, Matt, was uh, the mindsets going into fishing trips. Uh, you know, this was a last second deal. Um, you know, it was all of a sudden just like, yeah, piss on it, let's go. And uh, I didn't have any wax worms. I didn't have any wax worms. Forced to use plastics. And uh, you know, at first no I was kind yeah, <laughs> that's what it was. And at first I was kind of like, you know what? This is how you do it. You make yourself do it. And, uh, I came away, um, came away more, more ingrained in my head that, uh, that, that I needed them damn wax worms. And, and, uh, I don't know. I just, that, that's where my confidence is. And, and you, you hear it a lot with, with different tournament anglers and everything else, uh, you know, when they're fishing free and they're fishing confident and, you know, when they're on a roll, uh, you know, things just happen and, I don't know. I, I feel like uh, fishermen can kind of get in their head, uh, um, you know, probably uh, after I see you catch the first couple, it's kind of like, all right, all right you know, yeah. buckle down, you know, make yeah. this happen, you know, whatever. And then all of a sudden you pop another one and, and you know, it's like, well, you know, there there seems to be a lot of fish over here, Scott. Come over here. All right. And then you, you go over there and you drop down and, oh, yeah, there is fish here. And no. Nope. Nope. You know, that one didn't happen. And, and pretty soon you're starting to panic and you're, I, I don't know. The one, one thing about me, I get a little bit stubborn in my, uh, I, I think back to the summer when you and I were out in the boat and I was dead set, I was going to catch them on chatterbaits. And you're, <laughs> I think you told me about 25 times. Ah, I think you ought to switch baits. Nah, dude, I'm going to catch one on this chatterbait. And you know, it was kind of the same thing over here. I, I, you know, I was I was dead set that uh, what I had on was going to do it, and then finally you're like, eh, I've got some of these small little plastics, and yeah, all right, fine, I'll I'll do one, and maybe it was too little, too late. Um, you know, you guys both were kind of uh, running, uh, you know, some schooly style, you know, more micro, just some uh, smaller stuff, yep, yeah, some smaller stuff, and um, I uh, although, I decided although to start Topper at one point upsized his stuff and then yeah he, he, they really he, like yeah they came after it i mean he didn't like catch more with it but right. they were really chasing it more yep and uh 
in typical Scott Sturman fashion, um, I didn't do any prep work. Should have, didn't. You know, we I I always get on here and we have it have an episode. You know, come November about uh, what a guy needs to do to start getting ready for ice season. You know, plug in your Vexars, do all that type of stuff. Uh, do as I say, not as I do, because <laughs> uh, I started uh, I started prepping about two hours before we took off. I threw my batteries on the charger for my say, for plugged, my cordless drill, yep, and I plugged uh, my char- or I plugged my Vexlar in that morning. I didn't even <laughs> I didn't I didn't even plug mine in. It's still running on the same charge it had from last year. It's pretty good. Yep. Oh, them lithium batteries oh, like yeah. that's that's a cat's ass. But um, you know now now that. Uh, Shake a little bit of the rust off. Uh, you know, ice season is actually here. Uh, um, I'm assuming that I will, uh, um, you know, have to get out there, clean off the workbench, uh, you know, for from all the other stuff that's accumulated all summer and fall, and and uh, get the live scope plugged in, get the Vexlars all, all charged up, and you know, once you have them charged, you know, you can go a few freaking trips on them and, oh, yeah. and not have to worry about it one bit. But uh, um, you know. Yeah, seven seven to ten days from now, uh, once all this real cold weather gets by, uh, you know, hopefully we get a couple nice days, you know, get some good weather coming, and, uh, you know, we can try to salvage what's left of this ice season. And and I shouldn't say that neither. I mean, hell, it ain't, you know, we're we're ten days into frickin' January. Like, But see, that's that's where that, you know, rounding, circling and back to the, having that positive mental attitude comes into play right yeah, there. Yeah, yep. You know, we're, like, thinking, like, we get that in our heads. It's just like, oh God, like we're missing, like we missed the whole month of December. I mean, here we are January 10th tomorrow. Yeah. And it's just like, I mean, it's like, oh my God, are we going to get the ice fish? Like I've all, like the one thing about it is like, yeah, we could load up and drive up a few hours North and fish and stuff like that. You know, that's not always feasible for us. So like you start to panic a little bit, like sometimes we hit the panic button way too soon and it's just like just calm down yep like we'll get to go like it's not like we just haven't been going it's just like we haven't had the opportunity like the other day was our first one to get on the ice and like you said our our goals were just to go over there and fish say that we got on the ice I and mean, we didn't even plan on fishing on the main lake we were just gonna right. fish that little pond like you said and we went and tried it and it wasn't yeah, no, wasn't nothing the in there. I think I think it <laughs> I mean, died or something. I mean, we didn't. I think you might have marked one fish. Or I, something I like thought that I did, if, but I. Who I don't knows? Know. It was but, shallow enough that the right. that the yeah. So we're just like, well, we tried it. So, but I mean, it is sometimes when we're out there fishing like that. Like sometimes it's good. Like when you start, what do they? You start spinning the wheels. Oh yeah, and stuff yep. like that. Yep. Sometimes it's good. Just you know, maybe just to put down the rod. You know, and just go and just kind of maybe BS with your buddies and stuff like that. That's yep. the time to do that, to try to get your mindset right. Yep. You know, maybe you can go over to them and kind of watch what they're doing and uh, pick up on a little thing. Be like, oh, okay. Like, I was, like, when they would come in, like, I was, you know, actively, like, working the bait instead of just picking it up. I see, like, okay, they're just kind of picking it up, and that's when they're hitting it and stuff like that. Sometimes doing that. And just getting away from it for a second, you know, I guess I'd look at it from the coaching standpoint. I guess that's sometimes like putting yourself on the bench for a second. Yep. You know, yep. sometimes get a you, fresh idea. Yeah, sometimes you can see that with a kid out there on the court or on the field. It's just like all of a sudden they're just kind of like getting going. So sometimes you just got to pull them out for their own good just to say, all right, just let's take a break for a second. Just, you know, step back, catch your breath, yep. relax a little bit. And I mean, again, we got to tell ourselves sometimes we're such competitive people that it's just like, oh, you know, I want to be the one that catches the most fish or I want to catch the biggest one today. The, sometimes it's just like pump breaks. It's all the, right. The competition aspect is one thing, but also I, I think one of the things that I can really get wrapped in my head is, you know, we only got three hours to right. fish. Oh yeah. We only we got go. three hours of fish. Like we got to go, we got to go, you know, it's got, you know, no time out, whatever. And it's like, Hey, all it would take is four minutes, two minutes, right. to walk over to your buddy, sit there and be like, you know, you know, what what exactly are you seeing? How are you doing this? And oh, okay, whatever, you know, all right, yeah, yeah, no, I see what you got going on there, whatever. And uh, you, you head back over to your hole. The whole damn shit and shebang only took two minutes, right? You know, I mean, who, you know, it, it, it's it's not uh, not like oh man. 
well, I guess it's time to pack up. Yeah, so I just spent my whole time over here. Yep. Yep. No, uh, there, there, there definitely is some of that. Uh, I, I, I've definitely got caught up in that mindset. Uh, you know, we only got three hours to do this, you know, got to hurry, got to hurry. And I have found that some of the most relaxing fishing is when you know, you got all night, you yeah. know, or, or there, there is no deadline, right. you know, uh, you know, some, I, 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 I haven't done it a whole hell of a lot, but, uh, when you don't gotta be back at, you know, at any certain time and it's like, you know, we're going to fish into the nighttime, you know, and, and, uh, if we want to, you know, we're going to fish till 2 a.m. And I, I don't know, that's kind of well, enjoyable. Even, to, uh, even we talked about this the other day, and you mentioned it a little bit ago, like going over there and knowing you didn't have waxworms. Yeah. And those are your confidence. Yep. You know, those, those, those are what you have confidence in. You always know you're going to start with waxworms and go from there. And, you know, the ride over there, you're kind of already starting to get in your head. You're kind of yep. already yep. pissed about it, like... God, I hate fishing plastics. You know, I'm not going to catch a damn thing on plastics. You know, I never do this. This doesn't work. This isn't what I do. This isn't for me and stuff like that. Yep. And, you know, I, we've all had that out there before where it's just like, like, ugh. Like sometimes you're just like, you're ready just to pack it up and go. Yep. And and the the funny part about that is, you know, this this will actually go back to another thing. We got a message last week about uh uh, we got a message from a listener. Um, let me go back and find a name. Um, he sent us a message. Uh, come on. Oh, gosh. Hopefully it was a good one. Nope, it is. Okay. Hold on. Nope. Good God. Well, whatever. We got a message, and so last week I had uh, uh, I had kind of dogged on those thirteen free fall reels. Oh yeah, and uh, so he sent a picture. Sure as shit, thirteen free fall reel, and and he even said like, "Hey, just listening to the the to the episode, uh, check check the the reel in that picture that I sent you. See, it sent it before the uh, before the episode ever came out." And I messaged him back, and I'm like, you know, I I don't even remember what I said. God knows I can get a little animated sometimes when I get to talking, you know, whatever. But, uh, like my brother, Eric loves those 13 free fall reels. Well, my brother, Eric, I mean, there's a chance he's a better fisherman than I am. I just don't personally like them. They didn't fit my hand right. Uh, just, you know, I, I thought that they were a little heavy, whatever. I mean, that, that doesn't make them a bad reel. That makes them not great for me. Yeah. Not for you. But that goes back to wax worms and plastics. Like, I think realistically, you'd probably kind of prefer plastics. Oh, yeah. I'd prefer wax worms. You know, we, we can each go out on the exact same bite. You can hammer the shit out of them with plastics. I can hammer the shit out of them with, with waxies. And, you know, it just, it, it is what it is. We're both doing what, what, what we like to do. And but, but with that aspect right there. If I'm hammering the crap out of them with plastics and you're not with waxies, how hesitant are you to jump over and try to... I ain't doing it. it. That's what I'm... And then, whereas I am like, I can't catch one on plastic, so I'm taking that sucker right off and I'm grabbing a waxworm for me. Because we've all got confidence in waxworms or spikes, whatever you want to use. Yeah, I, I mean, I suppose the... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I understand the pros of plastics because you don't need to continuously rebate. You know, you can oh, right. a lot of times you can throw it on there, catch eight fish with a plastic, and you know, still still one, rock one and rolling. comes up and you miss it. You don't have to like. You can drop it back down there and be like, okay, they might come back right away if it's still on there already. God, I love waxworms. I know you do, but and then there's nothing wrong with them. I mean, yeah. there's a reason that you know that's they've yep. been on, they've been catching fish. A lot longer than what plastics have. So. Yep. I don't know. Just brings me back plastic. to fishing with my grandpa I, Lambert. I actually, like, the last few years have preferred spikes over wax really? worms. Yeah. yeah. Just for that same reason, too. I, I feel like the spikes are uh, a little bit more comparable to plastics. A little, little tougher. Yep. Yeah. You yep. can hook them on there, right? And you can put three or four of them on there yep. so that it's just like... All right, I can, you know, if I miss one, 
I'm sure I still have some on there. Even if there's just one on there, they might still come in there and grab it. And also, too, like, you know me, I like to use smaller jigs. Yep. yep. And, you know, I can get those on there a little bit easier, a little better than the... See, I'm, I'm kind of like the all beef whopper. You're kind of like the impossible. Whopper. I'm not like the. Only, yeah, that's imitation crap. That's don't, that's what don't it compare is. Compare me to the impossible. Yeah, player. what is that? Is that what they call it? Impossible? Something like that. That that's what that's what you and the other plastics users are. <laughs> that's me, 100 percent straight cox beef, <laughs> wax worms. That's right. The meal that won the West you in put, the fishing world. You put them. You put them in your lip. Just keep them warm. Oh yeah, you got to. Dip. Got to. Yeah, yeah. I put a put a big night crawler in the top. Put a big night crawler <laughs> in the bottom. Yeah. No, I uh, I don't know. I just it is what it is. But yeah, going back. Uh, um, whatever. Just felt good to get out there. It really did. Yeah. Yeah. No, we can say that uh, we've been on the ice. Now we can get our gear ready to go. Yeah. And then <laughs> I, I wanted to put a I wanted to put a Facebook post out you know, just saying that I had been out there, but obviously I got my teeth kicked in. So I really didn't want to put a Facebook post out there, but I wanted to put the Facebook post out there because I, I enjoy like, you know, here the other day, I, it might've been that exact same day, uh, was one year since we yep, had, were out fishing, like day. with gens and coxes and whatnot. And, uh, so it's kind of like, you know, I, I like to look back, you know, all of a sudden those memories come up and it's like, oh man, you know, and, and, you know, here, you know, maybe back on December 20th, it's like, ah, first day I was on the ice, you know, back in 2017, like, that's cool. But I don't know when, like I said, when you get your teeth kicked in, um, piss on it. I'm not putting it on Facebook. I'll just have to go back in my phone memories. And sometimes you got to tuck your tail. Yep. And just lick your wounds. I don't know. I guess that happens with pheasant hunting sometimes, too. It's like, yeah, I post the successful pictures, but there's a plenty of hunts out there. Oh, where yeah. It's just like, man, took a stick to the eye. <laughs> yep. You know, so. Yeah. I, I, I think sometimes that gets in our head, too, about like, oh, man, you already got the post already in your mind what you're going to post <laughs> before you even go. Ain't that the truth. On the way to the lake, you're like, oh, I'm going to catch like a 10-inch bluegill and I'm going to get it with the sunset. And First it's ice just is gonna, nice. Yeah, it's <laughs> just going to be, you know, I'm just going to, yeah, I'll lay down on the ice and take a picture with with a crappie holding it up for the camera. And yeah. Never happen. happens. Never happens. So then you even get even more of that empty feeling. Yep. It's all right. Yeah. We'll get we'll we'll get out there again there, Scott. I ain't fucking going back to that lake. <laughs> I know you the only the only nice thing about it is it's fifteen minutes, but it's just it's one of those we were talking about when we were out there the other day. It's a feast or famine thing kinda sometimes. You even at one time was just like, I should have brought the live scope. Well and I should have. You know. Right. I mean we thought we were going to that little pond, you know, that we thought was you know four four maybe five foot deep and it's kind of like you know i don't know that you know bringing the live scope out there we you know obviously we were a little bit concerned about how thick the ice really was right, you we know i mean you know so yeah it, it was like we, uh, both you and i we brought an auger a spud bar and five gallon pails with our flashers and you know you know a rod or rods, two yeah. yeah um you know yeah it I guess it is what it is, but uh, um, yeah, should have should have probably had the live scope because you never know. I mean, maybe we were, you know, we we definitely weren't on big schools of fish, but uh, you know, maybe, maybe we were thirty feet away feet. from them. Yeah. Well, right, and the way that lake sets up too, there's a lot of different brush piles and yep. stuff like that. And if you can find the brush pile, like sometimes you got to be on the brush piles. Yeah. You know, like mine, like the hole that I was fishing in, you could definitely see the weeds down there. Right, or whether, right. whether it was sticks from the brush pile coming up, and I knew that, you know, I had to drop it down in there yep. in order to get, you know, to get fish out of there. So yep. sometimes it's just those little things that make a big difference. Yep. You know, going into that uh, going into that trip, um, you know, like we had mentioned, uh, packing light, uh, I had thrown a um, a small clam jig box together. And I think I threw three, um, 
three jigs of one color, three jigs of another color, and three jigs of another color in that box. So I went over there with nine jigs like that, you know, nine small tungsten jigs. I knew that was going to last me the day. I didn't really care on top of that, you know, whatever, just a small deal I could throw in my pocket and, and, you know, be off and ready to go. But, uh, you know, one of the things, you know, I was kind of thinking about like, Matt, if, if you only could, if, if you had to pack a small jig box like that and, uh, had to, had to be ready for walleye, had to be ready for, you know, panfish, crappie, you know, whatever, whatever might get thrown your way that day. Uh, do you, do you have a top three, a top four, a top five that you would throw in a jig box that, you know, I mean, uh, well, I, I know, I know we've talked, I know we've talked about this similar, you know, topic, uh, in years past and whatnot, but, uh, just, you know, if, if, if you're going to be traveling light, you, you can throw a few in there. What are they going to be? Uh, I think I definitely probably put like, a like a four mil jig in there, like a three or a four mil jig in there for sure. Um, a Northland buckshot rattling spoon. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't go a big one. I'd probably go about that midsize. Yep. You know, because you can catch you you can catch panfish, crappies, and stuff on those. Or maybe a pinhead minnow as well. Um, was that like three, four? Uh, no, maybe it is only three. You know, I mean, well, if, no, you, if you're feeling like good with some, the three, something like a jigging wrap too. There, yeah. not not the big one, not the smallest one, just something in that midsize range. They seem to catch fish, and uh, yeah, that's that's probably what I'm gonna rock. And then in the jig box, like I said, maybe some different size tungstens. And then you know what I need to get better at, and I think this is this year I'm going to try it more is different types of like jigs for, Insta- for instead of just the tungsten jig all the time. Yep, yep. maybe like the half know, ant and the, yep, like yep. the teardrop. Like yep. go back to an old teardrop jig or, uh, you know, like fly ones. Yep. I yep. got some of those and actually caught a few fish on those last year. You see a lot of guys talk about just using the fly jigs and you don't even, I mean, you can tip them with some meat or nothing at all and they right. seem to work too. So I'm, I, I need to try that a little bit more yep. this year. No, I think uh, for, for me, I'd be down in that, you know, three three millimeter jig uh obviously i'm gonna go with the black check eye jig um from custom jigs and spins i'm gonna go with a gold drop kick from clam pro tackle um i'm gonna go with a gold and red leech flutter spoon from clam pro tackle i'm probably gonna roll with one of those uh rattle and buck shots what's that for yep I don't know. I haven't used one of those. Uh, um, what the hell do they call it? the Tika Flash? Is oh, that what okay. it did? Yeah, yeah, Tika Flash. But uh, I, I haven't used one yet. Maybe it's uh, maybe it catches fishermen and not fish. But I think I'd throw one of them in my box just to, you know, kind of have something a little bit different. It might be a little close to that Z Viberish though. See, well, I think it, I don't really think it is because. The Z vibers are going off a of vibration, whereas the Tika flash is. I think that that little blade on the back is is what's attracting a lot of the them. The dangle is the angle. Yeah, yeah, it, it really is. It's kind of a different profile. I mean, we've you know the old Swedish pimple is more of a straight up and down vertical yep. presentation yep. that has a couple of little blades on it, but there's not a whole else like a whole more a lot more out there like them. So. Yep. I saw that you had a couple in your jig box right over here that have like the teardrop style, but they have the blades on top, like kind of like little blades on top of them too. You know, a guy needs to probably, you know, try those out a little bit more too. Oh, yep, yep, that one over there. Yep, yep, yep. So I mean, I don't know. It, it's it's again, it comes down to like, I, I find that I've. It's kind of funny to me that you said that with the Tika Flash because it's something that you haven't used yet. And you are a guy that's a creature of habit. And of yeah, I mean, I throw confidence. it in my box. I ain't fucking using it. <laughs> right. <laughs> just so people. Like I, I just want to show it to somebody. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got one of them. Yep. Have you seen one of these yet? Yeah. Like, oh, man, they are fish catchers. Yeah. You just I, drop it down there and show them right at the, in yeah. the hole and be like, oh, yeah, look at that action. Yeah, I ain't Hook it back up and put it back in there. Yeah, I, I'm not tying that son of a bitch on, but. <laughs> 
that you know it it's my bass fishing is is the exact same way as my uh ice fishing is like uh i'll do a rattle and buckshot absolutely i love the leech flutter spoon i love a black jack eye i love a gold drop kick outside of those four it ain't happening it, it just it's not going to like i'm not even going to try right and and i know that that's a downfall of mine but uh that's what i enjoy doing i enjoy fishing with those four baits i enjoy in the summertime hucking around a chatterbait but at the same time that's i mean that's what you're enjoying doing because you know you're not spending half your time retying and yeah doing but all this stuff it would be a little bit nice to spend a little bit more time in a hook set <laughs> you know it is yeah but i don't know uh, it, it is there's probably you know there's probably two ways to look at it you got to do what you enjoy doing you know i mean um i don't know i mean obviously trolling trolling around and catching walleyes is not the most enjoyable uh way to catch them you know i mean it's it's a lot funner to have a rod in your hand but sometimes it is the most effective way to do it so it's yeah, true know, so Whatever it is, what it is, but uh, I don't know. You got you got anything else? We we've, we've gone forty five minutes here shooting her from the hip. Just shooting it from the hip. Um, I should literally take a picture right now of this notebook because I always be have I always have a bunch of. Uh, That's the picture for it. Yep, it says episode two forty nine on top, and there ain't a damn thing underneath it's unscripted. it. Unscripted. Unscripted off the chains just like a normal conversation for unscripted, us unscripted unfiltered <clears throat> we kind of jump around but always seem to come back yeah but no i you know it's it's nice to like you said it, it's crazy to think that hooked on hard water is almost a month away you sent yeah. that text out to all of us the other day and it was just like it's like oh, oh yeah and also it's like whoa oh yeah <laughs> it's yeah like, it, i mean it's it's only a it's you know it's going to be the five, five and a half weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy to think that. Yep. It'll, oh, it'll be here before you know it. it. It's going to be February before you know it. Thank God. And, uh, yeah, after that, uh, days are getting a little longer. God dang it. If we can just make it to February, then, yep. you know, that's when sun starts to have a little bit more power. Uh, and you know, I, I can kind of go into a little bit of seasonal depression right now too. Like, you know, you wake up, you go to work and, it's dark and you, 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 I, I leave for lunch. And I, so you get just a little right. bit of daylight and then you, you leave from work again. And it's, it's daylight just enough for you to get home and do whatever. And once again, dark, I mean, I, get I don't in, know. I get those, into it. I get into it that a little bit too. Yeah. You know, you know, it's, but I don't know <laughs> to cure mine. I coach seventh grade girls basketball and that <laughs> puts you into a little, whole little different depression sometimes. Oh, like, come on. Like, what the hell am I doing here? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that is what it is. But, uh, do you got a good news story? Yeah. I, got I went so news. damn unscripted. I don't even have a good you news don't story. You have a good news story? Nah. Well, first off, we'll tell you who the good news story is brought to you by, and that's Freedom Brew over in Larchwood, Iowa. Hopefully, Matt and I are going to be heading over to Freedom Brew uh, sometime this weekend. Uh, if you get a little Freedom Brew in your belly, you can get over to Dakota Angler and uh, get yeah. up, pick up one of those uh, Dakota boxes. Is that what they call them? Sodak boxes. Sodak boxes. But yeah, uh, yeah if you're if you're into coffee, if you're in the uh, Iowa Minnesota South Dakota tri-state area, head on over to Larchwood, Iowa, get to Freedom Brew. You will be happy yeah. that you did. Get you, get yourself some Freedom Brew. Go out to the tri-state marker and take a picture by it with it. Oh, nice little picture. Lucky. Lucky. Nice little picture. No, I, I can't. Hopefully hopefully it works out. We can go over there and get some because I've been, I've been craving it again. So. Oh, yeah. Yep. Mine, I'm going to go with, well, as this – episode oh here's one that before yeah we'll go free we'll go with our good news stories but something that we got to remind everybody of too on this unscripted january 10th is tomorrow um, new it, hunting well it's it's the end of the hunting season for us um so my good news story is uh i thought that sunday was going to be my last day of pheasant hunting with the dog that's right going into it we she had retrieved 46 roosters on the year monday we get a snowstorm 
I'm just like, you know what? Screw it. It's not a pheasant season unless you hunt in a snowstorm. We went out, shot two of them, put us up to 48. So today we had another snow day. So I was like, you know what? We're going. Went over some public land here in our county. Started walking. One got up. Shot that one. We had to find it in the snow for a little bit. Finally found it in the snow peeking out at me. Um, so we ended up, our Iowa season, because I doubt I'll get out on the 10th because of school, um, with her receiving, or retrieving 49 roosters on the season. So, you know, at eight, she's eight years old now. I cherish every hunt I get with her. Um, hopefully this isn't the last season. Hopefully she's ready to go and has just as much energy next year as she did this year. And uh, that's my good news story is, you know, another successful Iowa and Minnesota pheasant season. Yeah. Um, speaking of hunting seasons coming to a close, uh, uh, our good buddy Ramrod and I uh, made a bet at the beginning of the year on who was going to shoot a bigger deer this year. And uh, Ooh, um, I think I'm looking at it right now. Yep. Uh, you know, obviously I get the chance to go down uh, and do some mule deer hunting. So uh, he told me that uh, if you take 18 inches off a mule deer, that uh, that's what it takes to, to be equivalent to a whitetail. And uh, I don't know what mine measured. It measured, I love the way it looks up on the wall. And uh, Ramrod ended up shooting a small buck during the slug season here. And uh, I'm collecting 100 bucks from him tomorrow. Yeah, I'm right. So... That, that that'd be my good news story uh also my brother my brother after going down there to nebraska uh garrett cox has himself a thermal scope and eric liked it so damn much he he decided he needed himself a thermal scope too and he's uh he's been out ridden lion county of a couple coyotes the last few nights oh yeah yep. <clears throat> that's what i'm talking about they stayed up till 3 a.m one time Ooh. made it made it to work the next day barely but uh <laughs> Um, yeah, no, that's, uh, that's a lot of fun. So yeah, that's my two good news, uh, stories kind of hunting related, whatever. But, uh, um, yeah, but yeah, there, there we are 52 minutes in, uh, and don't forget to renew those licenses in yep. the state of Iowa. That's right. Hunting that's and right. fishing licenses. Yep. yep. As of, uh, as of tomorrow, we're all expired. So, uh, um, thank you guys for listening. Um, yeah, I should, probably should have said it earlier. Uh, we we have talked to a guy that uh that went into the ice uh in an atv uh was under the ice for quite a while um i don't think he probably should have survived um he was down uh, with the sdsu that's another good news story congrats to sdsu jackrabbits football on uh, on a national championship but uh he was down in frisco um believe he might still be down there or is or is traveling back whatever but uh um, last night I had a school board meeting. That's why we pushed it off to tonight, but, uh, hopefully we're going to be coming back, uh, next week with, uh, that guy with a firsthand story of getting ice rescued, whatever, but, uh, whatever. Uh, we appreciate you guys. That's episode 249. We'll see you next week on episode 250 later.